the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Mother's Day is a special time of the year for all of us. Join us today as Pastor Draper talks to us from the subject, The Precious Gift of Motherhood. He'll be speaking from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. God blesses a mother who is thankful that she has given birth to children. Be thankful. Be thankful. You check on your children. You call your children. They don't call back. They don't text. They don't email. You keep doing the right thing. You do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. Matter of fact, they're being ministered to when you don't realize they're being ministered to. Be mindful of the marvelous truth that says in Philippians 4, 19, and my God will supply all your needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. The 16 children, my grandma, Emma, and, 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 and my grandfather, Uncle Clint had, do you not know all of them was healthy as an ox? Healthy. They worked the fields. They could cut puck wood. They, they, they picked cotton. They went and fetched water. They, they ran after chickens. Uh-huh. The, the, the children were put to work. The God who gave you your baby is God enough to take care of you and the children, the number of children he gives you and he's more than able to supply all of your needs. Don't listen to culture. Don't listen to society. Don't listen to the pundits. You listen to Jesus. Number three, mothers, God created you in such a way that no one, absolutely no one can take your place in the family. Your motherhood is unique to you. <laughs> Get that. Your motherhood is unique to you and no one can take your place in the family. From the day your baby is born and placed on your breast, a special bond takes place. Your husband could be in his third level of sleep. But when that baby whimpers, <laughs> you as a mother will hear the child and get up to attend to his needs while that rascal next to you. <laughs> and if he happens to hear, and if he happens to hear, he hunts you. you, man, how come you can't go change that pamper? What's wrong with your hands two o'clock in the morning? Where are you? The Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Training begins at the infancy stage. How was you, did your child haven't been hitting you back? fussing at you. Training begins at the infancy stage. Training. 
you're training them when you wean them off the bottle. They don't want to get off that bottle. I've never seen a 10-year-old sucking a bottle. <laughs> you wean them off the bottle. You train them how to not use a bottle. You, you potty train them. That can be challenging, especially when there's boys. Teach them how to use a spoon. You have to assist them with learning to walk and talk to teach them how to clean up after themselves. That's all training. You help them with their homework and you shape their character and life, moms. This cannot be done unless you are an available mother in your home. Mothers, God created you in such a way that no one can take your place in the family. Number four, mothers refuse to give up when trouble intrudes into your family. Refuse to give up when trouble intrudes into your family. You cannot have marriage and family and not experience trials. They will come and they are already here. There are families who experience a child with a disability, a mother and father who have been stricken with illness. In families, there are those within the context of that family who have been set back because of the use of drugs and alcohol. Or perhaps there has been a loss of employment, which has brought about financial hardships in that family. Not to mention marital problems that often end up in separation or divorce. Not to mention your own personal health challenges. And asking God for the wisdom to help you navigate COVID-19. I have a scripture for you, mamas and dads. Galatians 6, 9 says, and let us not grow weary of doing good. That's Galatians 6, 9. For in due season, we will reap if we do not give up. Isaiah 43, 2 says, chapter 43, verse 2 of Isaiah, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you and through the rivers, they will not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, nor the flame burn you. Mothers refuse to become so weary in your motherhood that you do not lose sight of the reality that the Lord's presence is with you. Don't become so weary that you lose sight of the reality that the Lord's presence is with you, especially you single moms. Wow. You single moms, you're doing the work of two people. And some of you have done better than some, than many in a two-parent home. If you raised your, your children as a single parent and you're beyond that stage now, but you did it, or you're a single parent right now, why don't you just stand so we can see you? All single parents, wherever you are, just stand and remain standing. Uh, remain standing. Look around. Look, look at them. Let's give them a big hand. Come on, let's give it to them. Come on, let's give it to them. Come on, let's really give it to them. You may be seated. I pray God give you a double portion of strength to keep on keeping on. We bless you in the name of Jesus. And you have come thus far by the help of Almighty God. We appreciate you this day. Number five, it is God's will that you be a patient mother. A patient mother. First Corinthians 13, 4a says, love is patient. 
1 Corinthians 13, 4, 8. To be, pa- to be a patient mother, you must first be patient with God and allow him to bring you into spiritual maturity. You can't be patient, mom, if you are immature. Then you must be patient with your spouse and you must be patient with your children and grandchildren. You will be a patient mother as you realize that each person in your family is a unique gift from God. They are unique. Each child in your family, they have their own bent. They have their own personality. They have their own temperament. When you are patient, you will give your family room to fail and be there to help them through the recovery process. There is no such thing as a perfect family. I mean, you look at them all. My family's not perfect, yours. No perfect families. We all are a work in progress. Therefore, be patient with yourself and be patient with your family and trust God. Number six, in these difficult days, it is very important that you are a praying mother. Very important that you are a praying mother. First Samuel chapter one, verse 27 says, I prayed for this child. I prayed for John. I prayed for Joe. I'm just named your name, John and Joe. I'm just generically. And the Lord has granted me what I ask of him. First Samuel 1 27. We look around and see the rising crime rate. We see sex trafficking and drug abuse as we also see the promotion of harmful ideologies in the school. Uh, we see the media, the talk shows and social uh, media. We see gender confusion, sexual immorality, the disintegration of the nuclear family. We look around and we see hate and wars and rumors of wars. We look around and see inflation, the rising cost of living and COVID-19 and its implications. We had better be praying for our children today in light of all of this. As a matter of fact, you should be praying for your children in the womb. When your child is conceived, you should be praying for your child. Uh, you ought to be praying for your child, not only when they're in the womb, but you're, throughout their childhood, you ought to be laying hands and praying on them. Be mindful. Your children will learn to pray by hearing you pray and watching you pray. That's how they learn how to pray. And when you're gone, they will remember that mama prayed for me. You know what prayer does? When, when you're a praying mother, prayer decreases your stress. When you're a praying mother, Prayer removes your worry. When you're praying, mother, it calms your fears. When you're praying, mother, it breaks the stronghold of addiction. When you're praying, mother, it gives you spiritual rest and it ushers in divine intervention from God. Pray, pray, and then pray. A few more and we're done. Number seven, be a beacon of hope for your family. As a mother, be a beacon of hope for your family. Mothers, you are your children's best cheerleader. If your child can't find any hope, find hope anywhere else, they ought to be able to find it in the context of that home. Be intentional about infusing them with hope at every given opportunity because society is mean. Society is negative. Society is unjust. Society is critical. Society is jealous of you and your children. 
Be determined to build up your children's self-esteem. Encourage them when they fail and love them through their issues regardless of what they are. Help them to dream. Help your children to be visionaries. Expose your children to the arts. Expose them to nature and community service. Then it's not just about them. It's about giving help to others and meeting the needs of others. Introduce your children to new experiences through travel that will broaden their horizon, foster their strengths and talents. Help them to discover their own career path and help them to be innovators and trailblazers. That's our responsibilities as parents. Number eight, be a worshiping mother. Be a worshiping mother. Your children should see you singing before the Lord. You say, I can't sing. That's the biggest lie from the pits of hell. God is not asking you to sing pretty. He's not asking you to be some uh, uh, melodious, angelic songster. Sing off key. Sing. Rejoice in the Lord. Read your Bible before the Lord, before your children. Be a worshiping mother. Also be intentional about bringing them to the Lord's house to worship the Lord. Psalms 122 verse 1. Psalms 122 verse 1 says, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. It is critical that you bring your children to the Lord's house so that they can get a vision of congregational worship. They need to experience congregational worship. When we hosted the Kitty Hawk Middle School, when they could not uh, get into their facilities because of not uh, coming up to building code and they needed a place to learn for a week. And Dr. Mackey and the whole uh, uh, superintendent and staff and all the folk came over and talked with our staff and said, we need a place to have education until our, our building is ready to go in. I delightfully said, uh, our pleasure to serve you. And, and then they bought their security over. They bought their cooks over. They bought the whole operation me- mechanism for, for middle school was right here. It was the first time many of those children had ever cracked the doors of a church. They sit on those cushioned seats in the spirit center and they looked up and saw banners. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because it's compassion. They started reading the banners, the Christian words the biblical passages on the banners and they enjoyed that week. It made eyewitness news so much so that when it was displayed on the news, they couldn't call it Maranatha church. They call it Maranatha complex to to be politically correct, but it was a church to see a host of school buses coming up in the parking lot. Oh, those children, those same children, they make the sports event. They, they're cheerleaders out there. They're football players. They all that, but they're not in church. That ball cannot keep that child in a time of crisis. It is critical that you bring your children to the Lord's house so that they can get a vision of congregational worship to interact with their peers in a Christian environment and be exposed to another spiritual voice to challenge your children's faith. It is important that you use the spiritual resources that God has given you and know the church is essential in the life of your family. So much so that coming to church for your family is not an option. Number nine, use your godly influence 
to impact your family for righteousness. Use your godly influence, mothers, to impact your family for righteousness. Mothers, you have tremendous influence in your home. Therefore, use it for righteousness to the glory of Christ. Proverbs 31, 26 says she opens her mouth with wisdom. And the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. Proverbs 31, 26. In these troubling times, use what the Lord has deposited within you to build your children's faith. Use what God has deposited within you to develop and shape your children's character. Refuse to allow the government and school system to mold and shape your children's thinking. I love the J.B. Phillips translation, which says in Romans 12, 2, don't let the world around you squeeze you into its mold. Don't let the world around you squeeze you into its mold. Mama, the world wants to squeeze you into a worldly mold. Same for the father, same for the children. They want to indoctrinate you, re-educate you. They say they know what's best for your child, but when they get through, all you're going to have is a little demon. Don't let the world around you squeeze you into its mold, but let God remold your mind from within so that you may prove and practice that the plan of God for you is good, meets all your demands and moves toward the goal of true maturity. Mothers and fathers, you are also responsible for strengthening your child's weaknesses. You are responsible for teaching them how to balance the Christian life and to love unconditionally. You must also teach them how to forgive. You must teach them how to forgive lest they become captive to the stronghold of anger and bitterness and resentment. When you faithfully discipline your children, they will possess the God-given ability to view all of life through the lens of Scripture. This will result in your children being released into a world possessing confidence in Christ that is hell-bent on destroying their faith in Christ. Be mindful, parents. You can provide a Christian home for your children. You can provide homeschool or educate them in a Christian school. You can involve them in the life of the church. You can pour your life into the children. You can pour your finances into the children. You can pour your time into the children, all your resources into your children's life. And then they will still turn around and make decisions that will break your heart. To the point that you say, what did I do wrong? I want you to hear me well. Listen, listen, listen. Realize your children were born with a sin nature just like you. Okay? You did some things too. I did too. Just like you, they inherited that sin nature from the parents. And they will make life choices that you will not like, even when they're grown. Therefore, pray for them. Release them to Jesus. Release them to Jesus and be available for them. Whether things go well or things hit rock bottom. Remember that you cannot live their lives for them. And that you cannot stop living your life because of them. Just think. I want you to hear me well. Just think. God had two children. And those two children's names were 
Adam and Eve, and God is a perfect parent. Adam and Eve lived in a perfect environment. Adam and Eve did not have a sin nature, and yet they disobeyed God, broke his heart, and fell into sin. Therefore, talk to God about your children because he, he's been right where you are and he really understands. God really understands a broken heart over his children. Now, it didn't get any better than that. The children didn't have a sin nature. They had God as the parent. All wise, all omnipotent, omnipresent. God. Perfect environment. Wasn't no drugs. Wasn't no crack, opium. Wasn't, wasn't no crime. Huh? And yet, they fail. He really understands. So instead of talking to other folk about your children, instead of running your child down to your spouse, why don't you start talking to God about your child? Did you hear what I just said? Why don't you just start this day to make it matter? I'm going to stop talking about what my child is doing, ain't doing, could do, may do, and start talking to God. You you, You need to write that down. Start today to talk to God about each and every one of your children. Last but not the least, mothers, it is critical that you are a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. It is critical that you are a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. The scripture says in Acts 16, 31, a believe on the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. You cannot give what you do not possess. You must first have a personal relationship with Christ through believing and receiving him alone as your personal savior. And then once you are saved, you can affect your children and grandchildren for righteousness. The greatest thing you can do for your children and grandchildren is lead them to the Lord. What is a home without Christ? What is sports without Christ? What is an education mama and daddy without Christ? What is a career without Christ? What is a PhD without Christ? What is a magnificent position without Christ? What is money without Christ? When your children see Christ in you and come to faith because of your spiritual investment in them, surely they will rise up and call you blessed. Proverbs 31, says, her children rise and call her blessed. Let's pray. And Father, we thank you for this message. It was necessary that we preach truism because you hold me responsible as the under shepherd, your being the chief shepherd to speak the truth in love to challenge people where they are in life to give them hope and to inspire them to a new beginning with you Fathers, where moms and dads have failed you as parents, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would restore what the locusts have eaten. I pray, Father, that 
parents who aren't sure about their salvation, who don't have a church home where they can hear messages like this Sunday after Sunday, whose children are not in Sunday school, youth ministry, can't participate in youth retreats and Christmas programs and such things, uh, vacation Bible school and all these things, I pray that the parents will say, no longer will this be. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And that they would make up their minds to take a stand by coming to a counselor and who will lead them to Christ. For those who are saved and don't have a church home, to get a church home where they can be nurtured and grow and be helped in times like these. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's children said, Amen. The Word of God admonishes us to wait patiently on Him, and He will give us the desires of our hearts. We must pray, meditate, commune, and wait on God. We must fight against the I, me, and my right now syndrome that perpetuates today's society. God and God alone is the answer to everything. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at MaranathaEssay.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and so much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Throughout the Bible, we are reminded of the immeasurable gifts God has given us. One of those gifts is the miraculous gift of motherhood. The Maranatha Bible Church family invites you to join us on Mother's Day, Sunday, May 14th at 10 a.m. as we thank God and honor all mothers during our Mother's Day worship celebration. Come and be blessed as we praise God together on this special day. The Maranatha Bible Church family will celebrate its 35th church anniversary on Sunday, May 21st at 10 a.m. We invite you to rejoice with us as we praise God for all he has done through the faithfulness and leadership of Pastor Rander Draper Sr. and Sister Darlene Draper. Come and celebrate the goodness of God through the unwavering obedience and faithfulness to our Lord and Savior. You will be blessed. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.